0: Welcome to Inside New Mexico with our former Congressman Steve Pierce, now Chairman of the Republican Party of New Mexico. How are you today, sir?
1: I'm doing great, uh, Derek. We are in Washington, D.C. right now. We came here for a series of meetings and appointments. Woke up this morning to heavy, heavy clouds. Got out into traffic uh, before 730 and uh, the storm clouds on the horizon dumped three and a quarter inches of rain in an hour. One creek rose over seven feet in less than 30 minutes. Uh, So Washington being inundated with water right now. One doctor that we knew, his basement flooded. He had his car in there, I guess. Gasoline is is lighter than water. So the gasoline floated up into the bottom floor of the house. Uh, He was, of course, scrambling just to try to keep things from becoming a catastrophe there. But that's that's what you get when you have the natural disasters. But uh, look forward to the show today. We got a lot to talk about. Flag controversies everywhere. We got the soccer team uh, has created a controversy, and then you have the Kaepernick and the, the Nike scandal is still going on. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about sexual trafficking of our juvenile girls, uh, 13, 14 years old, by a billionaire. That we're going to talk a little bit about that. Of course, the economy, a little bit on the border. Huge show for today, Derek. So let's jump right into it
0: i saw some statistics that the president's numbers are way up when you look at how he handles the economy i'm experiencing it you're probably seeing it too We
1: are, Derek, and the the president's popularity is is surging. Now, then, it's something like more than 51% of the people approve of the way he's handling the economy. On Friday, the jobs report came out, uh, again, had very strong numbers. The Albuquerque Journal actually had an article about this, 224,000 jobs. That is, is above what was expected. There were some estimates after May numbers came out, and people said, Yep, uh, that economy is finished. When June hit with the robust. 200,000 plus jobs, then people are still shaking their head. The economists just can't figure it out. And I will tell you, it's just that people have optimism. The consumers are spending money. They're also saving more money because they're making more. Pay is up across the board for every demographic group, especially minorities, are getting more money. I'll tell you, one of the big deals is that uh, construction hired a lot of workers during June 21,000 manufacturers. Again, is a good indicator of the long-term economy, those uh, numbers were up, the hiring numbers were up by 17,000, healthcare and social assistance added another 50,000 jobs and then uh, transportation almost 24,000. So you can say that across many sectors that this economy is booming and Trump is getting the credit for it. So yes, his popularity is growing up. The stock market is down and people are asking, well, why is the stock market down this week when the the?" Job Jobs report was up. And that's basically because the economists had forecast that there was going to be an interest rate decrease by the Federal Reserve. When they see the job numbers, though, they say the economy is in pretty good shape. They don't need to go down on the interest rate in order to kind of boost the economy. Trump is after them to do it. He wants to see this boom continue. But when the Fed say they're not going to cut the rates again, the stock market has responded to that. Overall, we see record high on the stock market, Uh, people have made a lot of money in the last four or five years. We're going to see that economy continue because the optimism is very high. And again, it's a factor of the deregulation. It's a factor of of the tax cuts. It's uh, Trump taking issue with the, the other nations that have been taking advantage of us for many years. People are saying, okay, we're gonna have manufacturing come back here because he's leveling the playing field manufacturing jobs where the real prosperity for any nation starts. And so those factors all are leading to the very strong percentage of support among Americans of how they approve that uh, President Trump is working the economy. And so I think that uh, that we're going to continue to see that strong economy into and through 2020, which all says that the president's going to perform much stronger than what uh, the Democrat pollsters are saying that he's going to perform. Uh, Supposedly, he's running Behind all, every one of the Democrats, the, every one of the 20. But as you get closer to the election, people start really paying attention. Out here, you just have uh, the people who really are political junkies, they're watching very closely. The rest of America is not. But uh, we think things are going to be strong for the president. in 2020, because of this economic performance, the continued job growth, the continued prosperity among the middle class in this country. And so we're the envy of all other nations in the world. So sure, people are saying, hey, let's keep going in the direction we're going.
0: You know, it's funny. Uh, do I dare say this? But our Democrat friends should be happy because What President Trump did with that tax cut is what a Democrat president did, John F. Kennedy. Did the same thing, uh, giving people more money to spend, and they spend it.
1: We always know that people will spend their money better to affect their lives in a better way than the U.S. government will spend it to affect their lives. We're even seeing radical suggestions come out of the left right now. Those running for president have said that that we should be giving free health care to illegals. I mean, each one of us are paying, taxpayers are paying for their own health care. And so the more that they talk about giving free health care to people who've never worked a day in this country, country. It will become more and more offensive to the voters. And so the president is going to finish stronger the longer they continue about giving free housing, free health care, free everything to people who are just flocking to the border. And talking about flocking to the border, there was just a really interesting article this last week in the Albuquerque Journal and to a Koshiga continues, uh, she's written a series of articles and she continues to talk about that. In this article, she mentions the numbers which are decreasing pretty dramatically. Mexico has brought 21,000 soldiers to the border to help seal that off. And again, Trump just said, if you don't help us secure that border, we're going to put tariffs on your products. Since he had done that to China and since he had done that to Europe, he didn't have to prove it to Mexico. They believed him and they put the soldiers there to help secure that border. So uh, some estimates are that uh, the numbers have fallen by 25, maybe as much as 50 percent, maybe even more. People are now having to wait in Mexico to process their asylum claim, which is what our our laws call for anyway. So as the Democrats continue to push for free health care for all, meaning it's going to be very expensive for those taxpayers as long as they continue to push for open borders and if the economy stays soft for Trump, these things all tell the voters that these are things that will affect the election. So, again, just uh, a great, a great issue right now playing out for the president.
0: I want to thank Mexico for doing what the United States Congress isn't doing.
1: Absolutely. Uh, it's been one of the frustrations that I had in Congress. I talked to Republicans and Democrats almost from the day I got to D.C. that we need to do something to solve the border crisis. Again, New Mexico is right there. The second district is on it. That's the district I represented for 14 years. And we feel the effects sooner than most. I think the solution would be very simple. Secure the border, number one. That's what Mexico is helping us do. Number two, got to fix legal immigration. That requires requires action by the Congress, and Nancy Pelosi is refusing to work with President Trump to do that. But then third, once you secure the border, once you stop the flow of, of illegal traffic into the country, now you have a controlled immigration, which we all want. But then you can go ahead and you have a static pool of people who have come here illegally, and we can work through the fairness, work through who deserves and should be made a citizen, who shouldn't, who should get a work permit, who shouldn't. We could solve that
0: problem, but we first of all have to secure the border and fix the law on legal immigration i am talking with chairman of the republican party of new mexico steve pierce you are listening to inside new mexico and we'll be back with another segment in just a moment Attention, New Mexico
1: veterans. If you were honorably discharged from the U.S. Armed Forces, you've earned state and federal benefits, and the New Mexico Department of Veteran Services is standing by to assist you. State benefits include a veteran's property tax exemption, education and training, and transportation services. We can also assist with claims for federal VA benefits. The State of New Mexico and this radio station thank you for your service. More information at nmveterans.org
0: or 1-866-433-8387. We are back on Inside New Mexico with our chairman of the Republican Party of New Mexico, Steve Pierce, And we have an issue here with the Lolita Express. Please explain that to us.
1: Well, it's, it's one of the uglier underbelly stories of the entire country, and in fact, the entire world. Many people do not know it, but every day, worldwide, and every day in the U.S., young girls are abdicated. If you ever saw the movie Taken, then you, you see how the, the schemes work, and they take these girls and then sell them into sexual slavery, never to be seen again by their families, never again to be free, but they're just held as sexual slaves. And so that's the underbelly of the entire world but it is happening here the estimate is that a couple of years ago an estimate was over 100,000 girls a year taken into sexual slavery in this country and we all kind of look the other way because it's sort of invisible nobody brags about it but it turns out that jeffrey epstein one of the uh, the billionaires back east he set up an island where he would take big well-known figures out there. Uh, his plane uh, was just dubbed the Lolita Express because they're going to go out there and be with underage girls, sometimes as young as 13 or 14, many against their will. So Jeffrey was arrested for a second time. He served a little bit of time before, and uh, everybody kind of looked the, way, the other way, the justice system. Now he's been arrested again, and the the view is that, uh, that he's going to spend longer in jail this time, that the, the prosecution is much more serious. One protester at one of the events Bill Clinton was speaking at asked him publicly, it never made the news, but he asked him how come you have been on that Lolita Express 26 different times? And of course, Bill Clinton just ignored the question. But uh, in a curious, curious post, Christine Pelosi, that's uh, Nancy Pelosi's daughter. So she's the daughter of the third most powerful person in the world. If something were to happen, God forbid, to the president and vice president, she would move into the presidency. So her daughter says in an Infowars column, that some big names are going to go down. She calls them faves, I think, indicating that they're probably public favorites, that they are definitely political favorites. But this sort of thing is something that, that when it is well known, is going to take the breath away from middle America. People do not like the idea of pedophilia. They don't like the idea that there are those who prey on our young. And yet, the Justice Department seems, over the past 20 years, to have done very little to curtail it. It looks like this Justice Department is going to step right into the middle of it. And when these big names go down, that's just going to be an indicator of justice actually beginning to prevail in the country. So I appreciate you asking about that. It is big news. It won't make the news, but it is big news.
0: And while we're talking about distasteful topics, how about the death highway in southeast New Mexico?
1: During the gubernatorial campaign, I made this an issue that the state was plenty happy to get the revenues from the oil and gas economy, in other words, about 42%. 42 percent so about four out of the seven billion dollars of our budget is actually coming from oil and gas and yet the state never spends the infrastructure money and a highway stretch on 285 south of Carlsbad now 285 is the one that comes down through Klein's corners all the way through Vaughn into Roswell continues on to Carlsbad and then south of Carlsbad and it's that stretch south of Carlsbad that is being dubbed the death highway due to the number of fatalities that we're having on it. It always takes kind of a personal story to really make the issue resonate with the public. And so the story that most recently came out about Michael Ponce's death, he was just a worker in the oil fields. And on the morning of February the 18th, 2018, Michael Ponce, who was 39 years old, was heading south on 285 near Malaga. That's where the heaviest activity is. It's 15 miles south of Carlsbad. He was in his white Dodge truck at 722 AM, a blue semi truck hauling fracking sand across the center line, shearing off the rear wheels of another sand truck and then crashing head on into Michael Ponce's vehicle. Ponce and his pastor, Fernando Garcia, were killed instantly. In 2018 alone, there were 49 crashes, 20 involving heavy trucks. That's up from 31 crashes, 15 of which were truck-related in the year before. Uh, It's not just 285 south there of Carlsbad, but also Route 31 and 128. They form what's known as the Asphalt Triangle that connects uh, Carlsbad, Hobbs, and Jow. And that stretch is so dangerous that some of the companies in Midland fly their people in. They're not willing to let them even uh, get on the roads. So they fly people in every day to work there in the oil fields. So this gold rush, which is pumping the state's economy into overdrive, is good for the state but it's bringing dangers because the infrastructure is just not keeping up with it. So our workers down there are making up towards 100,000 a year for just everyday workers. And so it's tempting for companies, for the workers themselves to wanna get out to location. Sometimes truck maintenance is neglected. Sometimes the road maintenance is neglected. I've driven those roads just very recently and it is, it's very unsettling trying to get out into that traffic. If you're on a side road, you're stopped at a stop sign, and you got bumper to bumper traffic for miles. Then when you uh, try to pull out into it, then people have to start hitting the brakes, slowing down. That's an every day, every hour occurrence right now. And the state needs to go down and do what's right and start building the infrastructure. I visualize that on those major highways, that asphalt triangle, that we need a separate road for the trucks themselves. That way they can uh, be out there going to their job sites. The residential traffic, the the traffic that is just uh, on sightseeing, maybe coming through for vacations or whatever, your domestic traffic could then have access to the public roads. I don't know exactly what our governor is going to do about it, but uh, the problem is becoming worse, not better. So it's time for us to step up and, and take the right actions for the part of the state that is, is really doing very good things for the tax base of New
0: Mexico. You are listening to Inside New Mexico, and I am talking with former congressman, now chairman of the Republican Party of New Mexico, Steve Pierce. We'll be back with more on Inside New Mexico.
1: National Guard and Reserve members are true leaders, both in the military and in the workplace. They are highly skilled and get the job done every day. Employer support of the Guard and Reserve ESGR can help you recruit top-notch service members to your workforce. Hiring Guard and Reserve members is good for your business and good for your community. Visit esgr.mil employers to learn more.
0: Welcome back to Inside New Mexico. I'm Derek Underhill with chairman of our Republican Party, Steve Pierce. And there is some controversy in New Mexico. We have this problem with DUIs. And unfortunately, some of our representatives now are getting DUIs, and it seems special treatment. Please tell us about it. KOB,
1: Derek, had a really in-depth series of videos that were captured when State Senator Richard Martinez, he's a Democrat from Española, but he rear-ended another car. When police arrived, they discovered that uh, he looked inebriated, and so the video there on KOB was showing clearly that the officer was asking him to count his fingers and touch his uh, thumb to his finger as he counted, one, two, three, four, five, four, three, two, one, and he couldn't do that, but then as the officer went on and asked him other questions, he's still sitting here trying to to touch his fingers with his thumb and not being able to do that. Uh, The officer then uh, asked him to submit to a breathalyzer, which Martinez then refused. Now, it's interesting because he is the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee and thus has a big voice in our state DWI laws. So we find his conduct to be deplorable. We feel like he should resign immediately. We call for that publicly, but we'll see. Over the weekend comes news that the state police officer who responded to the incident involving Martinez is now under investigation for attempting to protect Martinez. Each one of our state senators, and our state reps have a license plate that uh, is red and, and his red uh, Senator sen 5 sen so the state police officer Lance Pepper can be heard on an Espanola officer's body camera asking if the officer had anything to cover up Martinez's license plate with. The comment by our officer should not have been made, Officer Ray Wilson, a state police spokesman, said, so that is being investigated. We appreciate our public servants. We appreciate the job they do, but we also believe that they should live by the same rules as, as anyone else. And I think that's what has caused such an outcry. In another case, it involves Francesca Estevez. She's the district attorney for Grant, Hidalgo and Luna counties. And in 2016, a witness captured a video of her state-owned Blue Dodge Charger weaving across Highway 180 outside of City. Silver City. Stevis eventually pulled over to a gas station parking lot in Silver City. Police cameras captured the moment officers met Stevis, and she claimed to have a flat tire. The officers on the scene were concerned that Stevis may have been showing signs of impairment. One officer claimed that he thought Stevis was loaded because she almost fell down. Then, despite the concerns, officers never attested Steves' sobriety and let her go after helping her change a tire in 2017 the attorney general's office prosecuted her on a series of charges stemming from a june 2016 incident which she had allegedly intimidated silver city police out of investigating her for drunken driving she eventually pled guilty to reckless driving and disorderly conduct however the judge in the case and this is judge doug driggers He dismissed all the counts, which alleged she had abused her position during and after the incident. So basically you have no record of the abuse, uh, just a reckless driving and disorderly conduct. Now then Estevez is facing a charge on ethical principles of public service, but the outrage has come Derek because she's making 120,000 a year as a district attorney. And yet she's asked for a public defender, Judge Driggers, Granted the request. The judge didn't even ask Estevez for any proof, and she didn't offer any, that she is indigent, even though she had a private counsel for her past three years. These sorts of things are the elements that make people angry, angry at public servants. The special treatment, getting free legal counsel when she's making 120000 a year, being drunk as she's driving on the highways, not being tested, counts being dismissed. Then you have, again, the circumstance with Senator Martinez out of Española. And so those caused a deep distaste for public servants who really take advantage of the law.
0: We are also back to another flag controversy, and one of them involves... Colin Kaepernick, again, tell us what's going on. The
1: word going around on the Internet that Nike is going to die of colon cancer, the Colin Kaepernick uh, advised them they should not put out a Betsy Ross flag on their shoe. They had already made the shoes, and yet they recall them. Now, there is nothing about the Betsy Ross flag that has uh, attracted the attention of people who really do watch for offensive symbols. President Obama used that flag, the 13-star flag, during his inauguration. The Anti-Defamation League, who watch all sorts of hate speech and anti-Semitic comments, has never received one complaint about the flag. And yet, Colin Kaepernick has has, uh, gotten Nike into a real corner by objecting. Now he told us all along he was objecting to police brutality, but now the real truth comes out that he hates the country, he hates the flag, any version of the flag, and says it's a symbol of racial abuse of some sort. And so now then... It pairs right along with another flag controversy. The women's soccer team, of course, everybody knows by now that on Sunday they won the World Cup and the, the women's team, one of the members had the flag and she was dragging it on the ground and then there was some fan that wanted some display, Uh, so she just drops the flag completely. Luckily, one of the other members, Kelly O'Hara, came and picked the flag up. But for our athletes who are being paid millions to be that disrespectful of the flag, which many have died for, is causing a tremendous firestorm we have to understand that ratings go up and down based on public sentiment and when you disrespect the symbol that we all kind of come together and honor and show respect to then you can imagine that the public is going to reject you so i suspect naki i suspect women's soccer are going to pay a huge penalty for these actions on the part of a few
0: we can only hope but uh, money talks so i'll be wearing my new balance shoes
1: yeah, they're uh, American-made, made in Maine, as a matter of fact. It was good friends with the gentleman who represented Maine. He was always uh, talking about New Balance. Well, Derek, it's been a great show today. want to thank you for all the production work that you do on the radio program. Follow the Republican Party of New Mexico. You can find us on the web at New Mexico GOP, on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at New Mexico GOP. We've got various podcast apps on your mobile devices, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 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 Google Podcast. Just go to any of these on your phone or tablet and search for Inside New Mexico with Steve Pierce and subscribe. You'll be notified when a new episode is available. But get involved, make this country a better place. We can make America great again and keep America great again. Those are Trump's two calling cards. I think that New Mexico wants to keep this country great. So join us and be a part of it.
0: Thank you, Chairman Steve Pierce of our Republican Party of New Mexico. I'm Derek Underhill. Thanks for listening. This is Inside New Mexico.